It's been a big couple of weekends for the Phoenix, both the men's and the women's team cranking it. Uh, the women's team winning two games back-to-back for the first time ever. The men's team, the best start to a season they've ever had as well. Paul Temple, formerly the academy director at the Wellington Phoenix, now head coach of the A-League Liberty women's team, is with us. Morning, Paul. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well, thank you. That's the story, mate. Uh, congratulations on the on the win on the weekend. Uh, must must feel great getting back-to-back wins for the first time in club history. Yeah, it does. It's nice to be able to start the season with a positive uh, few results. So, yeah, things have started really well for us, and it's uh, yeah, it's big just to change that kind of mentality, I guess, from um, where we've been in the last few seasons, where results have been hard to come by. So it's nice to get them early. What's what's been the biggest uh, change in in your um, thinking, Paul, over the over the off season and, and hitting the ground running? Oh, I think. Like definitely, we've talked a lot about the mentality and changing that to to kind of be obviously focused more on the results. I think the last few seasons, to be fair to the team and the coaching staff, it's been quite development focused and and it's been about giving players opportunity to play and maybe results have not been at the forefront of all of that. And so um, this season, the club wanted to kind of move more in the direction of performance. And so it was important that we kind of looked at a few things, but yeah, definitely changing that kind of mentality and approach towards getting more results, but also bringing players in that can help improve the team and and move it forward. You've seen a a few uh, import players this season, which is something that the Phoenix weren't able to do before. Just how important have those players been in maybe changing the mentality uh, of, of the squad? Yeah, I think that's helped massively with changing how things are kind of feeling around the environment. And I think one of the reasons that we definitely looked in that American market was, especially in women's football, Americans are serial winners, you know, and they're they're competitors and they have been for a number of years. And the culture there is very much about winning and performing and showing up and doing what, what you need to do on the right time. So... Yeah, we we specifically kind of targeted that type of player from that side of the world because we needed that to bring some of that mentality into the dressing room to kind of yeah I guess or I guess or kind of mainly make the New Zealand players a little bit more aware of it because it's not really embedded into our DNA in terms of the football side of things here. So um, yeah, I think you need that exposure of different cultures and different mentalities to kind of change the way that you do things. Yeah, those, those pathways, eh, Paul, you know, you look at the uh, uh, USA colleges and, and competitions, That I know we we do have a, a junior squad underneath it. How is our junior squad going in the local competitions? I think the, the academy side of things is like always very different because very focused on developing the individuals and kind of like helping grow players. So I think Katie Barrett and the women's reserve teams have has been great. The performances have been really strong and the girls that are getting exposure um, at that level of play, like there's loads of young players, um, lots of really exciting talent coming through. The reality is, is results-wise, like it never kind of goes um, how you really want it to um, because when you've got a team full of young kids they uh, they make mistakes and 
they are learning about how to see games out and things like that. So results-wise, you always kind of don't really look too much into it. Um, I've learned that over a number of years with the men's reserve team in the National League. So um, you really focus on the performances of players and the evolution of those young players. So, yeah, look, really pleased with how that's been going. And it's been awesome to see the girls out in the National Women's League every week. Uh, now, you did have, uh, you know, those teams are important because that's where you can pull players from if you end up losing players, uh, which can happen during the season. We saw Greyston's Whiskey go off with a injury very early, the first 19 seconds of that game against Brisbane. Where, where's she at? How's her knee? Oh, look, it's obviously a pretty serious injury at the moment, um, having to be kind of uh, stripped off and then, uh, yeah, having to come off in a lot of pain. So that's just going through some... Medical procedures yesterday, today, some scans, so we'll, we'll know the true extent of that hopefully in the next sort of 24, 48 hours and then um, and then we'll know what we're dealing with. But, um, yeah, it's not a nice one for her and it's, uh, it's difficult because when you're, one of your teammates goes down injured so early in the game and everyone can see that she's uncomfortable and, and in pain, you know, it's, it's actually really difficult to switch into back into performance mindset again and leave your mate on the sideline. So um, that was one of the factors in the game that I was really, yeah, really pleased with in terms of how we very quickly got back to business and kind of uh, and were able to score actually very soon after she went off. And I think that was a sign of kind of a big a big sign for me of like that mentality shift. And how much help do you think it is having someone like Annalie Longo uh, in the squad? Of course, Annalie it can probably help Grace in terms of uh, getting alongside her and talking what it's like to recover from a long-term injury and great to see her off the bench make her Phoenix debut and score the winner as well. Yeah, it was a little bit of a, a fairy tale. We had uh, we had that kind of like horrible situation that you don't want to see with one of your team members and injury and kind of all of that negative emotion and then we had the kind of high at the end there with Annalie coming off the bench and scoring ultimately what was the winning goal and um, amazing technical goal as well and just a long-awaited debut so I think there was a it was really nice to see that kind of release of emotions from her she's been waiting a long time to get out there and play for the Phoenix and she's really passionate about it so it was uh, it was just amazing to have her back on the pitch and that would definitely help us moving forward. She's incredibly experienced and uh, and such a good person to have around the environment as well. So um, yeah, you're you're getting a superstar player come back in, which is which is fantastic for us. Hey Paul, the ball seems to be sticking a hell of a lot more. It seems to be a a definite um, lift in the skill level of the the ladies when they're out there uh, just over the last couple of weeks. Have you noticed that? And is it is it Part of uh, coming back uh, after the World Cup? Uh, look, I think, I don't know if it's necessarily anything that's come off of the back of the World Cup, but it's it's definitely something that we've talked about a lot in terms of being a team that tries to dominate possession and control games and, and have longer periods of possession um, and be able to attack with more structure around kind of when we have the ball and and keeping players close to each other so we can combine and keep the ball better. So, yeah, there's there's been a shift in terms of style of play and, and mentality towards the possession and 
yeah, it's it's something that we're quite passionate about. It's something that I'm very strong on. That we want the the team to play like that. And at the moment, we're getting some rewards for that, and it's nice because it builds confidence in what we're doing. And and when you get results along with good performances, you know, it builds that kind of feeling amongst the team that what we're doing is working, and and we'll continue to do that and play that way. Now, one of the players uh, that stood out, I think, for a lot of Phoenix fans, uh, going back to probably this time last year. Uh, was Alyssa Wynnum. We'd seen great things from her with the under-20s. Uh, we'd seen her get an opportunity with the Football Ferns as well. Uh, she had shone in the first season, but she had an injury. Uh, I think she had a bit of, uh, you know, a bit of, a bit of struggle uh, coming back from that and maybe dealing with the mental side of the game. How happy are you, where are you with where she is now and do you think she can play a key part this season? Yeah, I hope so. And like I've been impressed with Alyssa in the pre-season. I think she's been tracking well and she's kind of starting to I think show you know what she's capable of in terms of that consistency and I think that's the key thing for Alyssa you know she had a bit of a breakout season in year one um, and was a little bit of a shining light for the team in terms of that creative player in year two it just didn't go well for her at all really and and so there has been that kind of inconsistency and her it's about getting that um, back again and kind of and showing what she's capable of. Um, the, the good thing from my perspective is that we've got so much good competition for places in those attacking midfield positions um, that it's creating a really positive kind of healthy competition environment for the team. It's making players like Annalee and like Macy really step up and perform well in, in a few games and and uh, yeah, look, Alyssa is somebody that's got undoubted ability and talent, so I'm sure um, over the course of the season she's going to play a part in the team, no doubt. Western United this weekend, uh, Sunday at Porirua Park, 4 o'clock kickoff. Uh, down mid-table, had a, uh, one win and a couple of losses this year. What are you expecting? Strong team, um, strong physically, got some, uh, got some big players made the final last year so they're definitely one of the stronger teams in the league um we're only a few games in you know and and it's it's hard to really sort of judge players on or sorry judge teams on the performances so far because everyone's still getting players back in and finding their feet a little bit um and they've changed slightly a little bit tactically so they're, they're getting used to that as a team so Look, I'm expecting a very strong contest, very physical team to play against. Good on counter attack, so it should be a it should be a really good game, and it's going to be exciting to get to Jerry Collins Stadium in Poirua and a new home for us. A little bit more of a smaller boutique stadium, so hopefully um, we can pack out the stand there and create a little bit of a, an atmosphere where fans can be really close to the action. Now, uh, Paul, a lot of people want to know uh, about how it works having two teams, two senior teams at least, uh, within the Phoenix setup. How much do you and Giancarlo talk? Uh, how, how often do these teams you know, train side by side or share, maybe not train together, but uh, you know, share ideas and things like that? Oh, I think that side of things is just going brilliantly at the club at the moment. Um, we're all in the same office space in terms of the coaches and the support staff and we're all working really collaboratively together we've got slightly different tactical models but similar kind of philosophies so i think you're seeing sort of both teams play a similar type of football which is good so we're kind of bouncing ideas off each other and um yeah the 
there's so many academy players in the first team as well in the men's side. So it's really nice because we've got this kind of real, really tight club feel happening at the moment. And obviously they've had a fantastic start to the season. So the vibe's good. And yeah, there's lots of kind of uh, inter-squad mingling and working together. Um, we train at 9.45, they train at 11. So we don't exactly kind of train at exactly the same time, but there's crossovers in the in the gym with the prehab. There's crossovers kind of coming and going from training. Players see each other a lot. I know that there's a lot of collaboration between players that are injured and working together on things. So it's been awesome. And I think that's... Uh, we're, I think we're leading the way in terms of the A-League in that club space. Um, I know that there's not too many uh, clubs, if any, doing what we're doing off the pitch collaboratively across those two teams. So it's, it's a strong point for us, and I think it's it's working at the moment, and there's a really lovely vibe across the staff and the players. All right, Paul, and just before we let you go, mate, let's just change tack this morning. Uh, your Spurs are in action this morning against Chelsea, the old enemy. Uh, it's at it's at, yeah. at, at, at at Spurs, uh, Ange unbeaten. What do you make of uh, the way that he's changed things? Because he hasn't really added a lot to that squad, and they were pretty rubbish last year. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm just a massive fan. I think of of him, like so many people are, and he's he's a very big talking point in the Premier League. I think it's awesome that somebody that's coached in the A League and Australian coaches is really the talk of the town in the biggest league in the world. I think that's a, a wicked story. Uh, I just think his authenticity just shines through, you know. He's uh, he's not one of these coaches that's kind of robotic in terms of what he says to the media and how he portrays himself. He is what he is, very authentic. I think just positive person that's asking the players to play positive football and believe in themselves. And I think, to be honest, like in the last few years under Mourinho and under Conte we've had two very negative managers who uh, complain a lot and moan a lot and play quite negative boring football if I'm honest and it's not been a nice time to be a Spurs fan because you're tuning in and I know from my perspective like I watch the team and I'm gritting my teeth half the time and it's just so amazing to watch your own team and actually enjoy watching them play um, the positivity that they've got so uh, I think the players probably feel the same way I do. Yeah, I think so, mate. I think so. Well, uh, yeah, big game this morning. Have you got a score for us? Prediction? Um, it is a big game, Tottenham-Chelsea, and Chelsea usually do have a little bit of an edge results-wise over Spurs, but they're not doing so well this year, um, and I think everyone will want to make sure we don't lose to Podicino. I think he'll get a good reception because he's quite well-loved at Tottenham, but when an old manager comes back... Um, and especially of a big rival team, you certainly don't want to lose. So um, I'm pretty confident how Spurs are going, that they're going to win the game. I'm going to say 2-1. 2-1, 2-1 win. Bank it, take it to the bank. Uh, Paul Temple has called it. <laughs> hey, thanks very much for your time this morning, Paul. Go well, mate, and keep up the good work. Hey, good luck for the weekend. Yeah, thanks for chatting, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers. Uh, Paul Temple there, the uh, head coach of the uh, A-League Liberty or Liberty A-League uh, women's team from the Wellington Phoenix. Uh, two back-to-back wins and big wins going for them well. too. McCohen, really well, Kempe. Yep, going well. Playing good footy too. Some good games. Um, some good goals as well off the back of it. Uh, so, yeah, the men, it's interesting here that the men and the women are actually sharing and collaborating in and around uh, what they're doing, prehab, um, crossover at trainings and stuff like that. There'd be some... Some real good information shared. Yeah, an exchange of ideas, right? Exchange of ideas. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like you said. You get a bit the, of confidence too when you're walking around, you know, bouncing off each other when you're winning. And they, they don't play exactly the same way, right? Mm. So they, they do play slightly different. So that's that's kind of cool too. So you 
you're talking, you know, he and Giancarlo will be able to give each other feedback because they're, they're just that step back from each other's team and look at it and, yeah. and, and things. So, no, I think it's really good, really positive uh, and positive science out of the Wellington Phoenix.